1: Visit BetterHelp.com to learn
2: more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Oi,
1: the boys on Footy Prime on occasion are known to use vulgarities and frankly appalling language. And sometimes tales are quite adult in nature. So keep the volume down if there are kiddies around. And thank you for listening.
2: Oh, let's go! Booty
0: Booty, it's time to get this party started. Booty Booty, it's time to get this party started. You know that we are the number one show. So grab your fucking mitts and now it's time to go. it's the Booty Booty, it's time to get this party started. It's the Booty Booty, it's time to get this party started. With Johnny Jimmy, Craig and Johnny, Jimmy, J.C. Oh, we know and all we talk about is it's time to get this party
2: started tonight. Yeah, welcome back to Footy Prime this Friday. Jimmy's here, Craig, Wonger, no B today. I'm Shams, and of course, JC will be joining us as well at some point. Fellas, the World Cup is like officially two weeks away today. It's pretty exciting. So, so let the warnings and the rules begin. FIFA have, have officially asked teams to do what's right, according to FIFA. Uh, Gianni Infantino's come out and has apparently directed a statement to to all clubs, all clubs, all players, all teams, to please let us now focus on the football. Do not allow football to be dragged into every ideological or political battle that exists. That sounds really patronising to me, Craig, like dismissing the actual issues, which you can't ignore. Is FIFA just best to shut their mouth at this point, do you think, or... Do they have to come out and, and defend against their properties?
3: Uh, I don't know. They're certainly defending it, but there's just a massive influence coming from everywhere. And that influence primarily is money, power. Let's face it, uh, Qatar's not having this World Cup for the world to influence them. They're having it for them to influence the world. Um, and they have done and the whole thing around Qatar getting the World Cup, we know it's all scandalous, You know, it, and it's deeper than just FIFA. It's, it goes political. I mean, look at the French situation with Sarkozy, the president of France at the time, pushing Platini. He votes for Qatar. Six months later, Paris Saint-Germain gets bought by the Qatari Sports Investment Fund. Also, France is now part of the 10% of the north of gas field in Qatar. I think they were the first country outside of Qatar to allow that to happen. So, there's a lot of political scandals around it as well, and how these votes get uh, distributed. And that's why Qatar has got the World Cup.
1: Yeah. No, I, I agree with, uh, with what you're saying. And, you know, on the other side, too, when FIFA's saying, like, we, we can't get involved in all these political issues around the world, and, you know, it, it is a global game, every country takes part, you know, whether it's qualifying or in a World Cup. And they're more or less saying, you know, don't if you support this, then we've got to support that. But at the same time, you know, they they've got their own political agendas that they, they attend to. So it's it's not right to ask players, Hey, you guys can't do this, but behind the scenes they're doing their own their own works uh, that suits them. So
3: yeah, players don't pick the World Cup, and the thing no. is, players generally are coming from working class, you know, backgrounds. That's the nature yep. of the sport generally around the world. So they they're aware of social issues more than, you know, maybe other athletes would be. So yeah. this is why it comes to the forefront, and uh, and, and rightly so. Uh, but at the same time, you know, the the you know you could look at Qatar or any of the countries around the world come 26 and say, we don't want to play in Canada, United States. The United States spend billions of dollars selling weapons to these countries. Hey, so did we. And so do we, <laughs> right? And <Yeah. laughs> that's not right, but we do it, and we do it because of the money. So this is what we're talking about here. It's just power and money and influence. It just unfortunately affects the biggest sport in the game. In but a it's funny, Charm,
0: sorry. It's funny, Sharms you say, should FIFA just shut up? I think sometimes, yeah, FIFA should just shut up because the joy of the game through the marketing and all that, that will come. I remember, you know, when they chose the South Africa as the tournament host and they chose Canaan uh, song to be part of that. And you're just like, all of a sudden there is a feeling that happens when the World Cup starts and it's a vibe that I've never seen in any other sport. Right where you know, I, I remember people dancing on the streets when uh, Cameroon played, and you know you're in Toronto, and these things are happening. So the the vibe comes. So every time FIFA says something that's patronizing, condescending, or just supposed to be apolitical, hmm. it's it they put they they shove a shoe in their mouth, and then it takes another couple days for that to dissipate, so we can start enjoying like. Once this starts, we're going to all be having fun.
2: The football takes over, doesn't it? It does. Whether it's right or wrong, it just does. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. just
0: stop putting out these crazy things like, hey, let's not be political. You guys are the most political, like Jimmy just said, the (laughs) most political federation or whatever you want to call yourself, corporate entity
3: in the Mm. world almost. And like they're a floating country, basically, because they, they also have rules about political. Uh, politics getting involved in football, and then they threaten countries with expulsion. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> when the politics get involved, so it's uh, yeah. they protect themselves as much as they possibly can. But you know, you got to understand too; they're getting it, you know, from everywhere. And a lot of the people in FIFA have changed since you know uh, before. Will it change down the road? We'll, we'll have to see. But you can understand they're getting it from everywhere, and they they see the hypocrisy as well a bit uh, about it. Uh, but they can't ignore it, and I do know uh, that FIFA and this you know pay up FIFA campaign that's been on social media, um, and I think it's great. It's a you know to look after the families and people and the, uh, the uh, migrant workers by the tens of thousands that came to Qatar that even were paid and everything else. Well, it's one thing to put a figure on it. And I think it's like four hundred forty million dollars they're talking about. But FIFA also has to say. We have to look at this. We have to audit it. How do you get to this number? How do, where does the money get distributed? Where are you getting these names from? And that all has to be looked at beforehand. And I'm absolutely s- certain that FIFA are already in talks about that, but there's certain things that have to be discussed.
2: So that's why they're quiet on that. As, mm-hmm. And since Qatar got the rights to the World Cup, there have been some changes in their legal system. Now- they need more. There's still some appalling laws over there. Um, but is it a stepping stone? Is it a baby step? Is this the beginning of change? We will only you know, we'll find out in the years to come, right? Yeah,
3: um, yeah. Well, there has been charms and 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 in the right way, and hopefully that continues. And you have to say that it's football that have brought those changes, and not anything else. No human rights groups. No politics, no political side of things, or any politician period, has it been able to move the needle at all. So that's down to football itself. So that's a good sign. That's that's a positive from the footballing side of things.
2: Yeah. I mean it's it's listen, like you said, the football will probably take over, um, generally speaking, I'm gonna be there. Um I made that decision and I'm comfortable with it. Um am I a political journalist? No. I don't think people really give a shit what I think about that situation. My job is to talk about football, and that is my job. I've made that decision, right? And Mm there'll be many of us over there doing the same kind of thing. But it Mm -hmm. will be very interesting. I'm fascinated to see just what the tournament feels like. You know what's amazing? I've been doing all this reading and listening for the last number of months. I haven't heard the word hooliganism mentioned once. Uh, And so often that is the big concern entering a World Cup. But it just isn't this time around because – if, if you're an idiot and you misbehave over there, you're probably going to stay there for a very long time. So I think I think they're being scared off. They can control who's coming in a lot better this way as well. There won't be quite the same number of drunken English fans, I don't think, Dutch fans, no. German fans. That's part of it too. But it's going to have a very different feel to it, right? All centralized in this little hub. Um, for those that don't know, the, the stadiums are all very close together. There's going to one media center. Where all the press conferences are taking place, uh, not spread out around the country like we saw, or most most World Cups. So, very different to what we've experienced before. Yeah, um, very neat actually. And yeah, from that standpoint, where all the stadiums are within forty-three miles or something like that. Something like, like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: That that's kind of cool that everybody's close together, basically both
2: base in Doha. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Of course, there might not be a World Cup if all these players keep getting injured. I mean, at this, at this rate, geez, some veterans might get called like, up. Jimmy, great, keep your phones on. You, you never know. So many injuries. Timo Werner is the latest today to be ruled out of the World Cup with Germany. Ben Chilwell um, did his hammy. I think it was for Chelsea. He's very questionable right now. Um, more and more, because it's not so much that they're getting injured. There's always injuries before World Cups, right? But generally speaking, there's, what, three weeks between the end of a season and a yeah. World Cup as opposed to, for some of these players, seven days.
1: Yeah. Well, you you start looking at all these squads and all these injuries that are happening, especially the, the European countries. And then you start thinking to yourself, does this open the door now for, for somebody else to win this World Cup? Does it give it opportunities for other teams that normally playing against these powerhouses wouldn't be successful, but now they're looking on these squads are diminishing here and their top players are kind of going, dropping by the side. So it might be A wonderful opportunity for for these other countries that are going in fit.
3: Absolutely. And we got Diego Jota as well. Yeah. uh, Pedro Neto's out. Yeah. Uh Bubacar Camara, France, he's out. Arthur Mella, Brazil, he's out. Scott Kennedy, Canada, out. Um Corona for Mexico, out. And then you got Chilwell, probably out. You got Sung. For Korea? Questionable, yeah. Carl Walker, questionable. Nokaku?
2: Yeah. Questionable. Can missing? I, I, I think I just read in all likelihood he'll miss at least the first game, which happens to be against That's Canada.
3: right. That's the thing about this World Cup as it is. It's like the small injuries are going to keep you out as opposed to those niggles you can get over, right? Yeah. And the thing is, too, there's a lot of games left, by the way, before
2: this World Cup. <laughs> There's a so of the think,
3: out. Yeah, they got. I think the city's
2: got three, three games. Yeah, well, there's, the, a, there's a freaking Carabao Cup round thrown in the middle there, right? <laughs> That's right, That's yeah. Right. And then the King Cup Italia as well. A I mean, car- what's the
0: Carabao cup?
2: League cup. <laughs> like a cup? You don't have League, to explain but, uh, it again. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, so let me ask you this then. So there's players this weekend on yellow cards, right? One away from missing a week. Let me ask you guys, Jimmy, Craig, if you were in this position, right, you're playing for Canada at a World Cup, you've got two match days left for your club, you're on a yellow card, you really want to go to Canada, right? Would you Would you t- pick up a yellow card to miss their last round of games to ensure that you make that Canadian squad? <laughs> That's a
3: very good question.
2: It's a very good question. I've However, if I'm
3: playing for Man City or something like that, and I'm making a king's ransom. You're playing in the best league in the world. That's really, as a professional, that's what you want to do. That's the pinnacle. Get to the best league. World Cups of bonus is fun. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It always depends on
2: your situation. If I got a five-year contract? And if you're guaranteed <laughs> a spot, like, you know, you won't be dropped post-World Cup. Right. If you're Kevin De Bruyne, for example, I don't know. He's probably not in the other cars, But if you're Kevin De Bruyne, you know, missing the last game before the World Cup on yellows, a dubious yellow. You took your shirt off celebrating. Um, you're probably still going to make Pep starting 11 when you get back, aren't you? <laughs>
3: yes. That's Certain I mean. players, yes.
2: <laughs> they are penciled in week in and week out. Yeah. Would you, Jimmy, would you take a, a dubious yellow to protect your World Cup place? Uh, Yep. He used to do it just to <laughs> dubious
3: yellow. He used would, to do it, it just do- to protect yeah. his Christmas party. It would
2: be dubious. <laughs> well, that's the one, right? That's usually yeah. the argument is about Christmas parties, right? And, you exactly. Know, and, and playing on Boxing Day. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Got a niggle. Got a yellow. Yeah. Card. Well, you,
1: you would, I mean, look, if you you there was times I remember you, you know, we were getting playoffs or you're you're pushing for something. Um and the manager would even sit down with you and say, pick up your yellow, miss the next one, because I need you for the next ones after that. You know, oh, okay. depending on your schedule,
0: how it works.
3: from the manager. That's interesting. Sometimes, oh, they, you,
0: you, you, cl- you want to clean up your card then? Because you right? clean it up. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Because yeah, they might have
3: an easy op- or an easier opposition. They might think, okay, we can get away yeah. with your suspension for this, yeah. but we need yeah. you for the big games coming up. Yeah. Yeah. So,
2: what's the easiest way to get a yellow card, Jimmy, in that case? I mean, you don't want to go two feet over the ball and risk. The <laughs> no, red
1: card, just, just, a, just a professional foul, really. A little, little shirt sure. pull or just slide in a little bit late and say, sorry. Yeah, I caught him. There's a yellow one.
3: I've seen guys try to get yellows and go to the referee and go, What the fuck do I need to do to get a yellow? <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> Christmas is around the corner. That's hilarious. I yeah. don't want to punch anybody, but you're like, I'm getting pretty close and you're not booking me. Yeah. There's no, there's no. Ethics that that would be another
1: period as well during that Christmas period where they you need everybody because you think during that Christmas period is where the league kind of pulls away, right? You, you, you tend to know where the top teams are going, where the bottom teams are going over that Christmas period. Because you come into January, you know, okay, here, these guys are going that way, these guys are pushing on now. Yeah. So that's a period as well where, you know, no, the, the manager doesn't want anybody suspended over that because you're playing Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, sometimes almost three
3: three a week. Yeah. And they're coming back from the lot of these guys. If you go to the final, yeah. what are they coming back on? The 16th, 17th? 18th? I mean, they got to go back home, probably have a bit of a parade, or do they not? Or is England it like us, does, right? I was That's the Gold
2: Cup. Before the show, England win the World Cup on the 18th, right? They're playing on Boxing Day. So you're Harry Kane right now. You've you've not just won the World Cup, which is going to happen, but you've celebrated for the next week. You have parades, you know, you've been on all the talk shows, and then you're playing on uh, on Boxing Day. Who's Spurs playing here? Spurs are playing Brentford. Yeah, yeah Brentford on, on, on Boxing Day. We were like that in the Gold Cup, too, that it, we, you know,
3: win it in 2000 and straight back to our clubs. Played on the Saturday. We played on the Saturday.
2: Jesus. did not enjoy it at all. You couldn't even do the uh, the the round of Canadian late-night talk shows.
3: No, they um, had
2: uh, – I think Jeff Clark did a lot of that because he was, he was
3: unattached.
2: So. <laughs> no, he didn't because there, there weren't any late-night were talk shows in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. what Ralph about? Wasn't he Ralph Bumugi, wasn't he? Radio no, show Ralph
0: Ben Murgy. What about Mike? Uh, that oh, Mike, Mike dude.
2: Mike – Um, it's quite funny, actually.
0: Oh, not funny. Dick I know. Fella.
2: shaved head. Yeah, he yeah. started going. Like, he went, uh, went oh, a wait. little
0: off the deep end, though.
2: He did. Yeah, he got in trouble, didn't he?
0: Yeah, he got for stalking uh, C- uh C- C- city TV. Oh, allegedly, allegedly. Okay. No, no. I think it's. <laughs> I think he got <laughs> to plead guilty. He oh, did ple- he? Plead guilty. Yeah. Did he yeah? He, he, okay. hit, he hit his head on a motor. Remember, he had a motorcycle accident.
2: Mike he, Bullard. He's a big
0: blanket. Mike Bullard. That's the one.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah Mike Bullard. Yeah. I like Strombo's show. That was great. Strombo had a great show. On yeah. CBC. Fantastic. Yeah. Then you got yeah, to take to right. hockey and didn't come back to CBC. I would sure. love to see Jimmy and Craig on Strombo, you know, lifting the Gold Cup. I don't think Strombo was around back in 2000. Whenever the hell 2000, wasn't it? Still. Pretty close. I I guess.
3: Pretty close to see. He wouldn't have been doing something, I would have thought, to CBC maybe.
0: Any of our, any of our uh, international listeners are like, what are they talking about? <laughs> Mike yeah. blurted strombo.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Canada's version of uh, Letterman and James Corden. Yeah. See, if, if, if B idiot. was here right now, he'd make fun of me for saying Letterman because it's so many years ago. You know, I'm so not hip. I Shit, bet you B a is a Jimmy movie. Fallon fan. Well, you know he's I, up at that time of night,
0: right? I no hate Jimmy Fallon. I Why? find him so disingenuous. Really? I he laughs funny, at he? Every, every joke is the funniest joke he's ever heard. He's slapping yeah. the table. I'm like, I'm not like just... You
3: know, I'm not a fan of his either. I don't.
0: I like Colbert. I like. Uh, yeah. I like. I always love Letterman. I always thought like the thoughtful, thoughtful presenter, mm-hmm. like you, Sharms. You're a thoughtful. Yeah, I'm, presenter. I'm
2: very thoughtful. Yeah, that's what people say about me. Man, you are so thoughtful.
0: No, you're like you. You've run into the Letterman. If anyone, you're you're more more Letterman. You're a little salty. <laughs> that's the first salty. time. You're a bit of a. You're a bit of a twat.
2: Oh and, okay. uh, yeah. Yep. Yep. Well, thanks, pal. I <laughs> no really <problem>. appreciate that. <laughs> I Take that. I'll take it. I'm a bit of a twat and I'm salty, but <laughs> yeah. so is Lemon. So, hey. He <laughs> was. He had a few issues.
0: Yeah.
2: It is fun. i am much rather host than doing anything else in this business, to be honest with you. You guys, are much harder job. You've got to be intelligent and thoughtful. I've just got to ask questions. Really straightforward. Um, so, staying with the injuries. Um, so, Vernon's out. was probably out. Reese James is probably out as well. It's going to be a pretty, I, I don't know if I'm not going to enjoy the next couple of weeks of league football why is that just because I'm going to be so worried about players dropping out of the World Cup and, and they all drop out it's not like I don't know if there's any more players this time around people are saying there are I don't know if there are or not but uh, all these little muscle injuries from the con- condensed schedule is obviously a factor I think I'm more concerned about post World Cup and what the season looks like what can happen to leagues and, and teams in in those leagues if they lose a couple of star players Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That'll yeah. be interesting. Yeah, January transfer window, of course, that could address some 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 issues. It's going to be a really weird second half. It could be the tale of two halves this season, right? Mm-hmm. It's um, a bizarre thing. It's just it never is. happened
3: before, and it's just crazy. And you're just but trying you know to what? figure it all out. Yeah.
0: You know, it's interesting though. I know I'm going to pivot a little bit. Just it's in the same vein, but it was nice to see Oso. I know he had that head injury at the end of TFC. It was nice to see him on the list playing for Bahrain. Bahrain. I don't know how you say it Bahrain. Yes, um, yeah. You know, and so, and then seeing all the CF Montreal guys was actually pretty interesting too.
2: Well, that yeah. squad, right? The squad for the Bahrain match is all essentially MLS based. Some, yeah. Yeah. Um, Obviously, the internationals can't. Although, Leo Messi, so Leo Messi, did you see this? Isn't his contract? He's playing this weekend and then he's joining Argentina. So he's not playing next weekend. He's not part of PSG. Really? I mean, how much? How much? What do you mean it's in his contract? That he can leave early for the World Cup. Oh. I mean, how much currency must a player have? You know, what have you, Jimmy, what have you told one of your coaches? By the way, um, I'm, I'm cool, I'm going to play for you, but I'm leaving early for the World Cup, just so you know.
1: They would say, uh, no. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: there aren't Man. many players no, you, that you're not, you're
1: not is-
0: leaving early. No, you're not. What's he on a week? What's Messi on a week? Uh, I think it's a bajillion,
3: isn't it? A bajillion. So
0: it's just th- they're swallowing a bajillion for that week,
3: mm-hmm. right? Well, it's PSP. Qatari. It's the Qatari right. ownership. They got more money than yeah, yeah it's true. true. God, like they, it, and it, it never sense. stops. It just keeps on coming. Yeah, it's yeah. it's paying Peter
0: to pay Ahmed, right? Yeah, like something it like just that. goes around and around, right? Until
2: all the until all the oil and gas is gone, it'll be a while for that to happen. I think so. Yeah. But uh, so, yeah, Messi's not going to be there. Um, he's taking some time off. But yeah, back to, sorry, back to Canada. So, yeah, the, the domestic based players. And, and we, we mentioned this off camera. Is it better to be rusty, but fresh or match fit, but fatigued?
3: I think it's a happy medium. I think where some of the MLS players, with like Montreal going out early in the playoffs, that wasn't ideal. John Herman would have liked them to go as far as they possibly can. I think we've only got one uh, Max uh, Crapo is the only Canadian left, and he's in the final. Yeah, but yeah, sorry, Craig. Two weeks—that two weeks difference makes a big
0: difference, Jimmy. Craig, like they're only well, two weeks. Well, it's out more Montreal than that. Off. Longer. It's about four weeks. It's about a month, uh, okay. right? All right, but you you're know? so you're but on the guys like Oso and Richie, right? Who've been off for six weeks now.
3: Well, also even longer because of a, he hasn't played. Oh, his
0: injury, yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah. Mm. But he's feeling See, good. So his health, as far as that goes, is the number one priority, and I think he's he's recovered from that. So now it's just about building up his fitness levels, and they'll be working yeah. as hard as they possibly can on that. But it's really difficult because it's impossible to recreate that game experience and, right. and fitness that you get during a game, eh, hey, Jimmy?
1: Yeah, you need you need match fitness. I mean you you can run all you want, you can train all you like, but mm-hmm. the match fitness is completely different.
0: And you need so what, you need games. So you need games. Craig, you've been talking to Oso. What, what 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 has he been doing to stay fit? Like Jimmy, what are you what do you do in that 2 week, 3 week period? Well, they'll like, are have you to, just bike or run or what they'll, you doing? They'll
1: have they'll have plans plans for you put in place, you know, whether it's it's bikes, it'd be a lot of short explosive running. They'll try to uh, make it as much game-like as
3: they can when mm-hmm. you, uh, mm-hmm. when they put you through these. Try to keep your cardiovascular levels up as much yeah. as you possibly can. Um, but saying that, with concussion, there's a certain amount of time, like literally rest, which is in, in the weeks and weeks. So he's going to be well behind on his fitness levels just because he needed to rest for a long period of time. I think they can catch that up. They, they do have time for him. Um, yeah.
2: Well, Herbert was saying. Too, think, about was
1: sorry, but the players the players are different today too, as well, right? It's mm-hmm. not like they're they're out eating garbage food all the time and out partying. Mm-hmm. You know, the the players they they look after their bodies completely different because they understand the science behind it a lot more than than mm-hmm. what we kind of did back when we played, right? Mm-hmm.
2: Herbert was saying there's a cup match for Besiktas too, uh, just before the the window which he hopes that TV gets into in some regard. So he'll be interested watching that. Um, Lots of news, by the way, around TFC at the moment, Mikey Singh here in room 442.com is dropping an article later today about Crescito, Who's seriously considering retirement, which is a guy that was really great for TFC when he came over. I know he's 35 now, perhaps a lot of game there from what I saw. One of the best fullbacks in MLS for those months. So, uh, yeah, I haven't read the article yet. It's dropping later this afternoon, um, but that will be mm. interesting to discuss next week.
3: Might mm. be a, a tactic on his part too, right? Because he was really influential and he might be like, yeah, oh, I might be willing to stay for a couple hundred grand more,
2: you know? Yeah, and, maybe. Right? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, Joel Piquet is retiring after the the current lockdown begins. He announced this morning that he will retire before the World Cup break. His last home game for Barcelona is against Almeria this weekend, which is really interesting. It was kind of a given he was retiring at the end of this season, but a lot going on at Barcelona. And he's speaking up political. He's a very political guy. He's mm-hmm. worked his channels very well. And uh, though I was listening to Gab Mar- Mar, um, Marcotti. It was Guillaume Belaghi earlier today on the radio, and he was saying how, He's a smart guy, PK, and he's seen the tide turn there. Ownership are kind of perhaps forcing him out, dropping some kind of, you know, anti PK sentiment in the media. The fans are kind of turning against him a little bit right now, and he wants to leave a little bit with some respect. But pretty polarizing figure is PK, but what a player he was. Oh, fantastic.
1: Yeah. He's, he's going out in a bang. Look, just looking at what he's won, right? He's won a World Cup. He's won the Europe. He won the Euros. He's won a Premier League. He's won the La Liga. God knows how many times. He's got <laughs> yeah. Four, four Champions Leagues. He's got an FA Cup, Community Shield, Copa del Rey. So many of them. He's won the UEFA Super Cup, FIFA Club World Cup three times. What a wonderful career! And almost 400 games for for Barcelona. Incredible. Yeah, you got to be. Yeah, you got to be pretty good to do that. Well, so for the fans to get on him, that's ridiculous. I know. It's ridiculous. It's <laughs> embarrassing for what the man has won, for country and club.
2: Yeah, a lot of it centered around COVID and was he going to take uh, a reduction in wages and was he being greedy? So, yeah, I'm sure a lot of players, a lot of legends have, have seen their image tarnished because of the last couple of years and what the fans think they should have done. But, no. Hey. It's a shame. It is. And, he, and,
1: he's, and he's Barcelona
2: through and through that guy. Yeah, exactly. He, he went through La Masia. He Carolina. went to United, right, for, for a cup of tea. Yeah. Uh, early in his career, really early, and then went back yeah. to Barcelona. So basically a one-club man. Yeah. All yeah. right. Recently divorced. Also let Shakira get away. Yeah,
3: that might be his uh, biggest drop. Yeah. yeah. Lost that I mean, trophy, didn't he? Yeah. She's 10 years older than him on the day. Still looking pretty good. Same birthday, 10 years apart. Really? Yeah, same maybe, birthday? Yeah, maybe so. Uh, Check it out, Jimmy. Check it out. You're on a site. <laughs> <laughs> Wait
1: till
2: she sees me shake my hips. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> Your leather, leather <laughs> thong. <Yeah. laughs> good. All right. Uh, let's move on to some uh, some footy picks. Cue the music. Are you ready? Yes, sir. DJ
0: Melody. It's 40 Picks, it's 40
2: Picks on Footy Prime. All right, so Footy Picks, of course, North Star Bets is your place to, to win all the money after getting these great suggestions from our panel here. And you can watch all these games on FuboTV.com. Sign up if you haven't already. Ton of football from across the world there. FuboTV.com slash Footy Prime. Yep, put us in there. And make us a little bit of money on the side, will you? Thank you. All right, boys, what you got this weekend? Big games coming up. Arsenal-Chelsea. There's one for you. Can, can, can yeah. Chelsea get it done? Can they turn the corner? Can Arsenal keep this momentum going? What are you thinking, Craig? I'm thinking 1-1. One, one. Oof, draw. Oh. Yeah. So the draw pays, uh, what does it pay? Uh, I haven't got the draw here.
0: Um, I'll, I'll try find and find it. it. Try try it and find it.
2: Chelsea are playing plus one fifty five. Arsenal plus one seventy. So, Arsenal, uh, the underdogs on the road in this one. Ooh. But I like the draw there as well. Actually, what do you think, James? Yeah, I like the draw. I do like I do.
1: it. I I, I, like, I could see a draw. Yeah,
2: but then I'm thinking, you know what? It's Arsenal. I keep discounting them, but they're playing such great football at the moment. And plus one seventy is pretty tasty, isn't it?
3: Yeah, they are doing well. And it's, it's not like I'm saying they're dropping. It just that's a tough game, really tough game.
2: Yeah. Jimmy, anything jump out to you?
1: I'm going to take Forest over uh, Brentford, and then my other game, I would like to take Liverpool over Tottenham.
2: All right. So Forest plus one seventy five to beat Brentford. Ivan Tony is suspended for this one, which really helps Forest, obviously. Yeah. Ooh, that's and a you. good one, Jimmy. I like that. Uh, thank you. Uh, so Spurs are at plus 220, Liverpool plus 115. So there's some money to be made there on both sides, plus yeah. 260 for the draw there.
1: That's my two games. A little right. parlay. Nice.
0: Well, uh, hey, fellas, we, I, I don't know, th- there is a big MLS final this weekend. Yeah, I know I was gonna get that
2: to that. Oh, sorry, brother. Yes, saying. Philadelphia, um, LAFC,
0: yeah. And so the, the lines are. Obviously, FC, LAFC is favored, uh, minus 130, and Union is plus 290. But, you know, a- anything can happen in these finals in the MLS. Is there? Is it just a flip of the coin when, when it comes to these things? Or is, is LAFC that much better than Union? Because Union is pretty consistent, and they've been consistent all year round.
3: Yeah. In a neutral venue, I think it'd be harder to pick. But because LAFC are a home, in that little tight, little beautiful stadium they have, it'll be just buzzing. I think it's going to be a great spectacle. And yeah, be uh, awesome. I think uh, LAFC are, I'm going with them and the goalkeeper, Canadian Crapo. I think he's going to get a clean sheet as well. So go for the 2 0 LAFC win. Max nice. Crapo, and Max sheet.
2: Crapo. I like that. I like Max getting a trophy for sure. But Philly, I mean, they've been just bossing it all year long. They've built that team the right way, haven't spent. One of the lowest payrolls, I believe, in MLS actually. It's and
3: quite just, it's quite impressive, actually, yeah.
2: Josh yeah. Wolf, right? It's a guy uh, yeah. constructing that team. So yeah, I think LA's gonna win as well, but I'd love to see Philly win as well. You know, it's one of those games I really don't care about. Max puts it over the edge for me with, with LAFC, I think perhaps.
3: But I like uh, that club. I like that club the way they're going, the way they set it up and that fan experience at that stadium is just absolutely fantastic. So it really is, yeah. Yeah. All, All right. right, Philadelphia. And everything right now is kicking
2: Holy butt. Holy shit. NFL.
3: They're in the they're World
2: the
0: Sixers. It's the only thing they're not doing well. The Sixers are shit. Yeah. Basketball. They
2: yeah, couldn't I'd be the on. Leafs either. The Flyers aren't great, are they? Flyers to
0: aren't honest. great. Yeah, but they've got a great mascot. That weird, whatever that guy is. They've Fritty. got great mascots. Gritty. In, in Gritty. Gritty. Yeah. They've got great mascots in Philly. Yeah. Yeah, who's the Philadelphia, Who's the baseball guy with the big honker? That's the guy I want to fool around with. The yeah, Philly Fanatic. The Fanatic. I'd hit that fanatic hard. Really, really? Who would he? Oh, eh? That's the mascot. That's we have to You
3: like the lips,
2: eh? The nice yeah. full lips. That we would... have discussed this before, haven't we? Um, <laughs> mascots and which mascot would you bang on yep. previous podcasts. Yeah. yeah. We should search it out again and repost it. It's so strange, aren't we? My God. Not normal people. Um, let me throw in one more time. One more time. I'll do it every show throughout the World Cup as well. Uh, if you want to... Get a fantastic discount on fantastic pies, both savory and sweet, under shamansproper.ca. And at checkout, promo code footyprime. Get 15% off orders over 60 bucks, And uh, even in store, just mention Prime and they'll give you the 15% off there as well. Well worth it, right, Craig? It's about time you offered something. I know. And I'm a really bad self-promoter. And one that's been on my case for a long time as well. To oh, my God. All I ever those.
0: do is say mention the pies. I know. Because I'm a, I'm a regular Joe, average Joe. I like Charmin's Proper Pies. They have so many varieties. Boy, oh, boy, I can cook them for my family and just for myself in the large size pie or personal size. Charmin's Proper Pies. Mmm, good. <laughs> it's like you're a
2: professional <laughs> voiceover guy there jc
3: hey jc where you been
0: buddy eating pies at charmond opera pies. <laughs> at 15 off day. during the world cup
2: yeah <laughs> look at his shirt he's covered Best in pie I've ever gravy eaten.
0: covered in gravy what is your most gravy licious pie
2: gravy licious pie the most yeah gravy? the one that comes um, with the most kind well, of honestly, juicy that, the most gravy in our pie would be the um, steak and kidney, which Ooh. isn't everyone's preference. Obviously, so that's it's very Craig's a, favorite, right, Craig? It's a, an advanced pie. That's my um, that's my wife's, yeah. Grampy's uh, favorite pie. Loves yeah. it. Just I, I wouldn't it. recommend you know getting into the pie game and trying that as your first pie. You know, work towards that, train hard, and and then you can appreciate it. But uh, other than that, for for gravy, steak and ale is just oh, unbelievable. that's delicious. Oh yeah, that's a good one. It's becoming my favorite. Balti's still my baby. That's my favorite, but the, uh, the chicken and ale is pretty damn good. How many pies does Charmin, Charmin's Proper's owner, James
0: Charmin, eat a week? <laughs> How many pies do you eat a week? Listen, someone's got to do quality control,
2: right? So tell me, like once a day, do you, eat a, do you have a no, pie I don't, once a day? Yeah, I can maintain this physique by eating pies every day. <laughs> really? Because the ingredients are all natural. They are. They are well locally nice. sourced.
0: Yep,
3: and during and the think- World
0: Cup, fifteen percent off. Yeah, that's right. With the Footy it's Prime uh,
2: code, promo code. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
3: We tried to, to get twenty football. for everybody out there. We tried to get twenty, but he fucking
2: wouldn't budge. I would. My my wife wouldn't. She, she oh be you're sharp. right. That's right. Sorry, She's a, brains. She's a business brains and just <laughs> the brains in general on the operation. So uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So is making Charms, money parts. So for the for the World Cup, we're going to be watching uh, soccer teams and
0: countries battle it out. Why don't we have the pie battle? And do a, a table and see at the end of the World Cup which of the pies wins the World Cup of Pies. That's a great idea. Yeah. Have like a bracket. Yeah. yeah you do, mean, a pie bracket? do you have 16 different pies? And North Star bets. Yeah. Okay. So put your top pies. 16 pies up and then we'll go, we'll do a, uh, we'll do a, hey, choose
2: these two pies against each other. How about we do a random draw, right, for the bracket? Yep. On the show.
0: No, no. Right? I think you, you have the you have the data to go one to sixteen. Which ones sell best? And yeah, I want you to seed them.
2: Well let me ask if the that listeners sounds a little <laughs> dirty. So no, I don't want you to seed them that way. Only dirty to you on <laughs> there, you sick bastard. <laughs> but we mm-hmm. should think about the end and the listeners can like vote on each pie, right? Yeah. And then we crown a champion at the end of it. Sure. Well, and if
0: pe- people can bet, you know, they can do a bracket and people bet. And if they think, oh, a Balti's going to
2: kill it, but then all of a sudden, you know, steak and ale just comes out of nowhere and yeah. bam, knocks it out, then perhaps they win a pie. Tell you what, watch out for the, uh, the Moroccan veggie. You know, that could come out of nowhere mm. because it's underrated, but a special pie. So we could see some early round upsets here. Your bracket could be screwed, ruined, destroyed early on.
0: Well, the so other good thing is we could start our own confederation, FIPA.
2: <laughs> Federation Internationale pies, pie, pie, pies Association. Uh, oh, something? it would
0: be FITA because it's a uh, tart. I want to
2: <laughs> my pies All right. Anyway, um, B, B1 has mention, and we should mention the um, Roger Bennett interviews up on our YouTube channel. Yeah, so well, well, we'll push, push that. Up. We'll push it interview. up on uh, Twitter so yep, you can yep. get the link. Yeah, big fan of uh, Canada is Roger Bennett. And you can find out why by watching on our YouTube channel. All right, boys, that's it. We're out of time. We're back on Sunday as we regale what's happened over the weekend. Hope you enjoyed this show for Jimmy, for Craig, for Wonga, for JC, for the absent B. I'm James. Cheers for listening. Keep buying newspapers and pies. Follow us on Twitter at
0: footy underscore prime and on Instagram at footy prime. I G.